You are now listening to the Enter VR Podcast. I'm Chris Miranda, your host. And today I'm joined by two friends, Evan Young and Jesse Filipko. Um, welcome, gentlemen. Hey. Thanks, Chris. Hey. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, let's talk about virtual reality. There's so much that has been going that has been going down in the industry and in the community in the last couple months um, that are on my radar, for example. No Man's Sky, Valve Index, uh, more Oculus Quest games. Um, and just, just, just so much momentum happening. Um, what is on you guys' radar personally these days when it comes to VR or VR industry, stuff like that? Probably Connect and Dev Days coming up. Oculus Connect Dev yep. Days. <laughs> um, so you go to Oculus Connect. I have my ticket already. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, dude. Oh, shit. Okay. I, uh, I, I, I will say this about Oculus Connect. Of all the, Technology conferences I've ever been to in my whole life. Those guys have the best food. Definitely. They have the best food. It's a fun conference. Yeah, really good I, food. I mean, it's, it's just the... And the thing is, is that, is that, is that the, the, the combination of butter and cheese <laughs> in their food items that they bring at that, it's just so... They know you. They know that, yeah, you want this butter and cheese and bread thing. It's, it's so good. I, and so, um, so I, I hope you have a lot of fun. I hope they give you a quest. I hope they get a lot of stuff this year. <laughs> um, yeah, that's we'll sick. Yeah. We'll see. Do you have any expectations? Uh, any, I, any, ho- anything you're hoping for for that uh, from that conference? I don't know. Every time I go to Connect, I'm always like, I come in with like almost like zero to none expectations, and I was just like, I just go, and it, it turns out great. <laughs> good. Oh, that's a good attitude. I also, I'll end up going like super last minute too. Like, I never know where I'm going to stay. I get my ticket, like, three days before or something, you know. Like, just show up, like, we're here. <laughs> um, I, like your, I like your style. Um, Jesse, sir, what about you? Um, for me, uh, it's I've sort of found a place for it in my life as, like, a anxiety relief tool where I need to get a certain amount of exercise during the day. And now I've been playing, like, Beat Saber and In Death and these games that... Like, if I've had a hard day at work, I can step into virtual reality alone and be completely focused on a simple task that requires me to move my body to some degree. And it's been incredible for me. I think it's going to be, a, you know, I, I don't know how much that aspect is uh, taken off for people. Like, I know Beat Saber is popular, but uh, yeah. people must be using it as like an exercise device, right? I mean, you're talking to. I mean, this, I mean, yeah. this like every every Sunday or every weekend, except for this weekend, um, I took a break. I've been going inside Creed VR on the mm-hmm. Quest, and I have been telling people that Creed VR on the Quest has become a different thing because the fact that I don't, and this is the thing that I'm struggling with now because I have the Index, the Valve Index, for now for a month, and this is the first time I'm talking about it on the show. And the thing about it is that, like, the index has that 144 hertz refresh rate. It has that beautiful panel. The screen door effect is almost gone. The index controllers feel so good. It's a, a great compromise between seeing your fingers and having some hapto- haptic feedback. But the, I come back to the Quest and not having that fucking cable. Oh, my God. feels so good. And it's so hard to understate. How is it possible that this $400 thing... <laughs> is giving me it's making me like it's keeps keeps me coming back 
whereas my $1,000 plus $3,000 computer thing is like struggling to keep up with that. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, mm -hmm. that, that's weird to me right now. And, and so, but the, because the value in, in being able to exercise on the quest without being tethered to a cable with Creed has given me sort of this exponential value and, and happiness and dopamine in my brain. Like seeing people do these moves that you couldn't do before because you were tethered to a cable, like spinning back fist yes. and landing them. That was, that's been nuts. Being able to like move and down the line with my legs and, and coming away with like really like short breaths and just like feeling like, wow, holy shit, that was a, that was a, that was a battle. I really right. earned that one. That feels so much better. Being untethered, have you broken anything in the house yet? <laughs> <laughs> That's the, a good question. <laughs> the quest boundaries, the guardian on the quest, I am more, I, I am more, um, I keep it up. I keep it up and, and, and I, I'm a lot more careful with it. I, that being said, I have running, uh, oh, oh, like, you know, moving away, dodging away from an opponent's, you know, barrage of hits. I've uh, backed myself very at, at a high speed against my walls you know and here you have a door that leads right to a big drop yeah <laughs> yeah I've, I've actually hit that i have I've hit both walls and i've been like oh, oh shit. shit yeah i've been like well you said running are you are you physically running i'm not well it's like it's like when you're like um it's like you're 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 sidestepping backwards it's like you're uh -huh. stepping you okay, know yeah. you're stepping backwards down the line and and so it's like it's like that hop step backwards that you sort of do with martial arts to mm -hmm. that it, that you do it really fast and sometimes you have a lot of momentum because you're come you're because what you're doing with Creed the technique is people in Creed they'll come in and they'll do a barrage of punches pop 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 a bunch of punches and what you have to do is you have to like step away from them or step backwards enough time so that or far enough so that their uh, character gets tired. And then you can step in, and act, and when they're tired, you can like, you know. You said their character, but you mean the player is getting tired, right? The avatar. There's a there's a mechanism in Creed wherein if you over spam, like if you just throw a bunch of punches in the air, <laughs> um, your your avatar gets tired. Okay. And your punches start becoming slow. Uh, okay. And there's a recharge rate where you have to wait for a second before mm -hmm. you can start throwing punches at like a a, a really fast speed that your opponent takes it can take advantage of and so mm. and so that's what i do i counteract or i counterattack. right i let people get tired uh waste that energy and you know and then i step in and like and i and i and then step in and out it's just in and out in and out in and out the same thing must be true for the human being behind the screen right like you're exhausting that person too yeah because like I remember playing those boxing games, I forget which which one I was playing, but like that was the technique of like spamming the buttons. The player, you know, <laughs> the character gets tired, and then you throw your big punch. But that's not um, that doesn't feel as good that I'm wearing out somebody's thumbs and button presses. Like I want to wear out their arms and like you know have them run out of breath. When you hear them breathing on the other side of the oh, microphone, man. when you hear them breathing heavily, and you know, I'm mortal too. I can help it. Sometimes I'm breathing heavily too. Right. It's like, it's like, oh shit. Yeah, this is intense. You know, like I, they're, they're taking this seriously. And, and I, I appreciate that. I think, I think it adds 
you know, that extra effort adds that much more dopamine to my brain and my mind, I like to say. Definitely. It's a perfect merging of these two different worlds of sort of uh, things you would do for exercise and then my video game life. Like, I've been playing <laughs> video games my whole life, but it's, for the vast majority of my life, been a complete waste of time. It's just a distraction. Yeah. And now it doesn't feel like it's just a distraction. It feels like it's benefiting me. Yep. And, like, that's such a magical thing that sort of, I didn't, that's not something I realized was happening when VR first came out. I was excited about the entertainment value. Right. But that it's actually, you know, exercising my heart and pumping my blood. I feel I feel good about myself playing video games now. I don't think that's just an excuse either. Like I think it's real. And it's great because you don't have to you don't have to you can have both. You could have heart pumping experiences like Beat Saber, like Creed, like Thrill of the Fight. Thrill of the Fight. Have you tried Thrill of the Fight? Holy shit. Thrill of the Fight is is whoo. Man, that is a that's a good workout. That's a that is intense, and that's not multiplayer, and just it's a different boxing mechanic. When there that that tiredness mechanic that that you have in Creed, you don't find through the fight, and so you just you're just finding yourself throwing hundreds of punches <laughs> per match. Where in Creed, you might be throwing like you throw uh, I'll throw an average of a hundred punches per match, hmm. and through the fight, it'll be five times that, you pr maybe even more. So you're just it's you're just going, and it's 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 intense. It's good. It's it's easily I think the most high intensity workout in VR in the world right now. I think. Hmm. I don't know anything about exercise, but like there must be something to the fact that you, uh, unique movement. Like so, when I'm playing Gorn, like mm -hmm. I get worn out, right? But I'm not just throwing punches. Like I'm reaching, grabbing things, swinging backwards, yeah. like I'm moving in chaotic ways. <laughs> and I feel like, is that more beneficial than just doing one... Like one repetitive motion over yeah. and over again? Is that real or is that my imagination? You know, that's a good... I, I think that's like a good Like weird parts of my body hurt yeah. that I wouldn't expect to hurt. Well, it's right? probably better for like, if you're trying to prevent like a strain, like, cause like mm. strains of muscles happen when you do the same motion over and over again. Mm -hmm. It's like biking, like biking same motion over and over and over again, just constantly and that's why people get like bust up knees and stuff like that yeah you have to like train other muscles right or do you have like off supplement exercise right. like people that are like heavy bikers they go swimming for like two days out of the week or something like that to like offset or give their body a break i'm just like you can't just bike seven days a week or something mm -hmm. yeah on the other hand you get massive legs you do yeah you <laughs> does any of this stuff connect to your watch or do you have like an apple watch or anything or a fitbit mm -mm. no like, do these must connect in some way, right? Or has that not happened yet? Because, like, wouldn't it be so useful to, like, be measuring my heart rate, like a heart rate as, monitor as I'm boxing, right? Yeah. And then if my heart rate's too high, the game just, like, responds by going through some other... Maybe the, the opponent does something that requires less energy from me. It's huh. worth looking into a company called YUR um, by Dylan Shaw and Six Live. Yep, there you go. Yep. Um... <laughs> Because they're they're on that biometric game field scene, trying to with the merging of biometric and VR. So it's not just I think it's not just like calories, but also heart rate. Mm -hmm. I mean I think it's they want to do the whole nine yards. Right, it's like a whole custom whole thing. thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's early. I think they're still in beta, but yeah. they I think they're the only ones who've got integration with Beat Saber. For is it calorie tracker or is it? Uh, I'll send you a link. 
I don't want to, yeah. uh, but they're okay, legit. Exactly, yeah. 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 I feel like I've Definitely seen that check in them Beat out. Saber, but that was like a mod or something. Like it wasn't the official thing, right? There. Will, I, don't know. I will share a link in the show notes about this okay. so that people are more aware, better, better aware than, than what I got. <laughs> but I, I know they're legit and they're working on that on that field. It's just a. Uh, it's just it just makes so much sense. I want it to basically babysit me more. Where like <laughs> I don't have to put thought into the type of exercise I do. I want to go into a game that knows what I should be doing, is tracking my heart rate, and adjusting accordingly. So yeah. I don't have to Calorie think tracker. about when to rest. There you go. The yeah. game tells me when to rest, right? Yeah. And it makes it fun. Uh, so it's a ca- so why you are is a calorie tracker. Yeah. And what I would love is that seeing that biometric data show up in VR. Yeah. So like my my HUD, you know, or that show that you know, I, in my in VR I look at my watch and my watch actually has my real world, you know, heart rate. Oh, holy shit. <laughs> That'd be weird. That'd be weird and cool at the same time. And that's the beginning. You know, what else can you put in? What other data can you give me? You're feeding it's like it's like you're feeding the digital version of you the real versions data back to me <laughs> that's cool it's like a link. weird it's like yeah. a yeah, yeah it's like a link to like the 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 the, the meat vehicle somehow <laughs> ah, it's getting sci-fi here that's cool i played a game and i forget what it's called maybe it was mindscape or something i, mm-hmm. I should look it up but and i never got it to work uh but the promise was it was measuring your heart rate and then the faster your heart was pounding the scarier the game would be. Oh, no, yeah, I know you're talking and, about. And so the idea was, like, you would have to try and calm yourself it's down crazy. to work through these levels. And, like, and it was scary enough without having that, like, integrated. But uh, that seems like, like, to try, yeah. to have a game that trains you to calm down in the face of danger, that's that seems useful, right? Like, totally. that's pretty cool. That would be fucking crazy because... Like, that is that is that is that is a skill. I mean, it's like a therapy. I feel like that's like probably. a. It's like it's like yeah. It's like a skill because right, right. You, if you could do that, if, that you mastered a skill, just like riding a bicycle is a skill, just like playing Fortnite really good is a skill, just like boxing is a skill. It's just like, so what I'm saying is that. Oh, it's Maybe. called Nevermind. Nevermind. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Wow, you can train people to develop a skill like that. That would be fucking awesome. That would just be so good. Everyone's imagining when the world collapses and the apocalypse is happening, you're going to become a hero and you're not going to panic and you're going to save all your friends. <laughs> Bullshit. You're going to freak out. <laughs> you're not going to survive unless you go through a training module in virtual reality that teaches you how not to panic. And personally, I would really appreciate that. Oh, yeah. I, um... You pay for, like, high-stress jobs or anything, really, like... Wow. That like, military-wise or anything, really. Yeah, anything. Yeah. And that, that would be the like kind of... Like a NASCAR of, driver or something. <laughs> you just said it. It could yeah. be anything. Yeah. You, that, could, that is literally the killer app. Because mm. anyone, literally anyone, has a use for that, right? Right. Like... I can't think of a single human being 
who would say no my heart's never i don't want <laughs> i don't want to be braver i don't want to be i don't want to yeah my heart right now is always at like 60 breaths per second of yeah, i like day. freaking out in the face of adversity i like it i've like, never heard of you could develop that. a room in vr chat or something where it's just a public speaking room and everyone's there and you take turns going on stage right. and it's tracking your heart rate and your score is how calm are you while you're presenting to the audience mm-hmm. because that's most people's like biggest a, fear i thought there was a I forget what it was called. I feel like there was something like that for public speaking specifically. And then you look down at your avatar and you're naked. And you're underwear or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, yeah, try calming yourself down then. That would be, that would be awesome. What, but yeah, okay, so, so the goal is, yeah, teach people how to get, uh, not freak out in the in face of adversity, but the the method the methodology that would be interesting in figuring out how like mm-hmm. how do you get you know what would what could virtual reality do to make you get there right i don't know i mean i guess it's just that simulation that constant yeah. repetition just being aware of it the visualization of the worst things that could possibly happen so that means that you gotta sit with a room of people and run down the list <laughs> and create the 10 worst things that could happen to the person and sort of like you know here's and run them through that simulation like levels like here's what it's like to get stuck in a hurricane here's what it's like to get stuck in a you know re-education camp here's what it's stuck to get you know like all the worst you you think about the worst right and then you build character that way or does that create a whole new form of like suffering porn (laughs) i mean there was the episode of black mirror and the vr experience where like eject him with all the sensors he could feel everything and it was like it was like a horror Black Mirror episode with like the spiders. Was yeah, it was like, like the like the thing like reacted to like his his um like I don't know if it was heart rate or whatever, but like I felt like that's how it was. Yeah. You know? But would oh. you choose to do that? Like, would you challenge your own sense of fear? Hmm. Like, I feel like for me, it has to be gamified. Like, I, I think hmm. with my experience of virtual reality, I, I probably am kind of too scared to try certain things. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'd have to have, like, some kind of, like, like, I was trying to do this by um, by doing this in VR. Like, if I was, like, you know, trying to become, like, a NASCAR driver or something, I knew it was, gonna, like, you know, going to be, like, a sniper or something, you know, like, something with, like, really high intensity and I knew for a fact that I would have to keep my heart right down in order to be, like, successful in it, then I would do it. But, like, just, like, I don't know, I probably wouldn't, like, just, like, wake up in the morning and be like, hey, I want to lower my heart rate today. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that probably wouldn't come up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, even, even for, like, yeah, there's so many, th- so many, like, different use cases for that. In or, a, yeah. It, uh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, just, like, just for having your heart rate lower, just, like, for focusing or just, like, yeah, almost everything. I would think it's probably better. <laughs> Driving in traffic, probably even better. <laughs> in a way, um, No Man's Sky was a little bit of that, or gave me a little bit of a little bit of that. It's just and here's what it here's what I'm trying to say. Um, I have this fantasy of wanting to travel space, be in space, and being a, a human colonizer of other celestial bodies: the Moon, Mars. Jupiter's moons, um, and that's not gonna happen. But I, I also, but I had a weird realization playing No Man's Sky, where in the game your your system starts failing, right? So you gotta keep alive constantly, 
And also, you can't do dumbass things like fly into hyperspeed into a random direction without caring about fuel because you're going to run out and you're going to get stranded in the middle, which is what happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you see what I mean? Like, and so I was in No Man's Sky and I remember like I got my ship fixed, you know, after arduously trying to get it fixed. And I remember feeling so merciless. I was like, fuck. This is like that movie, The Martian. You know, I, never, mm. I didn't watch the movie. I read the, I, I listened to the audiobook, and uh. I felt like, <laughs> I felt like I was in The Martian. Like it felt like, the cool thing about not seeing the movie, is that it left me with the narrative. Right. That because now I can see it in virtual reality, I, the narrative was easier for me to inject. Huh. Like it, that. I think that's why I like audiobooks specifically. Hmm. Um, so I was so I was in there, and I. I, I flew into outer space, ran out of juice, and I was anxious. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> what am I going to do? And so I turned the ship around, and I remember having a little extra juice or figuring out that I could squeeze a little extra juice, and I squeezed that out, and then I went back to the planet, but I had to wait an hour. So I remember I was in orbit for an hour, took off the headset, went out, you know, did some stuff, and I came back. And it was... It was so interesting that it was it was it was that it was that simulating that that sense of like oh shit I I need to you know I need to fix things or bad things could happen mm. I, that is that's valuable I think and and, uh, and No Man's Sky nailed that in the first couple hours so I'm, so I'm I'm curious or I'm excited to try try it out more because on the one end like. There's the VR experience that get my heart pumping in one way, like Creed, but there's also the VR experiences get my my heart pumping in, in another way, like No Man's Sky. Like it's a different kind of heart pumping sensation. Hmm. You know, it's like a, it's like a, it's not it's not a it's not it's not physical. It's it's visceral. It's like it's like my you know like I can feel it in my emotions. Like mm -hmm. I'm emotionally, you know. It's hard to, yeah, you see what I mean, right? It's like discovery or like that sense that you're on the edge of something meaningful. Is that what you... Not only that, but also when you play in the hardest difficulty and it's permadeath, and you're like, ah, I don't want to fucking die. <laughs> you know, there's something here. They're like, you have, a, you have a little skin in the game. Right. That and marijuana makes it a little more immersive so right. you're just like you just feel like you're there you know thank god it's legal in california so it's not <laughs> it's it's and so it, it, and so it's that ability to really immerse yourself is uh really valuable on both on both fronts you know with with untethered mobile vr like the quest and then with tethered pc vr like index and no man's sky uh, I, I don't have an Oculus, so, like, I haven't been able to play Lone Echo or any of those games. But, like, have you played anything that really simulated isolation? Because, like, I, I watched mm. on Netflix Love, Death, and Robots, and there's one episode about an astronaut out in space. And it's similar to that movie Gravity when Sandra Bullock gets, like, flung out into space. And when that happens, just from watching a movie, my gut drops. Like, that feeling of being out in space alone and... It's worse than falling into a dark pit. There's something Damn. that's so isolating about it. And I kind of... Uh, I, I want to try that in VR, and I'm sure those experiences are out there. I wonder if there's anything on Vive. Um, 
something some so you're so the 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 question is is if there's something very that that could give you that that deep that feeling that of like i just know that something that even in movie form really disturbs me mm-hmm. like that's a button that you can push in mm-hmm. my gut mm-hmm. um and i just think like a a virtual reality version of that would be really effective for me and then I would be able to come back and take off my, my helmet and there's still human beings around. You know, it would be a great relief. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It's it's hard because you know, you I've been in I've been in experiences like the the Valve environments in Steam VR where mm-hmm. there's like you can go in Mar into Mars, a, a photogrammetry that the Mars overtook yep. and the Valve rooms and your Steam VR is great. That's you can also go in um, the International Space Station in VR, and that's great too. But I think it, it's there's something there's something about like like those are just set pieces, and there's no there's nothing really going on. Those environments are just mm-hmm. sort of set. Yeah. And, and for me, I guess it's not. It's not. It's not like a. It's not like a something that I feel in my, in my gut, like that. It's. It's more like a, an, an awe. Like a. Like it's more like an enjoyable, like a delightful sense of awe when I'm in, in a world where like I can peek out, like a VR chat world where there's like a like a nice moon and reflective water and like a nice sky and, I. It's uh. It's delightful to me, and I and I enjoy it. But I don't feel like I've. I can't off the top of my head recollect if I had that sort of gut like oh space because that's almost you know it almost sounds like you're describing like a like a like a feeling of like mild overview effect you know like uh it's that feeling of um falling off a cliff or something it's like that <laughs> dropping feeling right? like in the abyss kind of yeah. feeling yeah like Richie like have you tried Richie's planks no experience? Richie's planning Richie's Plank Experience. Yeah, Richie Plank's Experience, and that's on the Quest. That's on Steam, and you with that one. I, I, I my, what I from what I've learned is that basically you, you lay out a, you lay out a physical plank in the real world, and you, and you line it up in VR, and you're able to line it up in VR, and you ha- and it's basically a really interesting just demo kind of esque experience where you just have people walk the plank. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah and yeah. people freak out because they're you know the body associates the plank with the real one and the virtual one and you know even though it's a couple inches off the ground people right. people still feel like oh shit they'll figure out yeah. that that's that's one thing you can do another one um for me vader moral on quest was okay on that front um windlands gives mm-hmm. me that crazy visceral but that but that but that's because I still haven't been able to get over my fear of heights in VR. Huh. Like I can't play Windlands. Like huh. I tr- I tried playing Windlands years ago. If I try play, I, I'm, it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's good for a lot of people. But ah, uh, the heights it scares the shit Have out of me. Have you played To the Top? It's like a platforming game where you jump from sp- yeah. you know space to space, and like at some point you're jumping up big cranes and buildings, and like that feeling when you fall off and you're falling off of a skyscraper it's uh it's exhilarating it's good training for something (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, that being said, yeah, I, I've the in VR chat they released um, uh, some levels where you can actually climb up stuff, oh. and so and so. Yeah, I've had I've had played I have had played those. Wait, I know fine. there's a new mode in Rec Room. Have you played that, the stunt mm-hmm. mode or something? No, it's that one. I don't know. I've seen a preview, but it looked like that where you had to physically... Yeah. It's like maybe a race or something where you're physically having to climb as fast as you can. I don't. I don't know. We gotta check that out. I will. I will want to check it out. Um, I, it's, it's good to see Rec Room in VR chat still alive, still kicking. Mm-hmm. Alt Space is coming out to the Quest, so that's good. Huh. Um, High Fidelity still around. So that's that's good. No one's going anywhere. We're okay, so we're talking about these experiences that are good introductions to newbies, like Richie's Plank experience. Mm-hmm. But that's years old, and so mm-hmm. like I feel like it's been years. The times should have changed by now, and it hasn't taken off as much as I would like. Um, what are people doing now to like initiate people, or like do you? Where, mm-hmm. where do you see the uptick in new users? Mm, that's a lot. People, are, you know, honestly, it feels like it's a lot of the same same stuff that people have been using for a while or still using today no man's sky i think has gotten some buzz mm. you know it's still still early so we'll figure out how 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 big of an impact it'll be but frankly like the idea and i, I the developers behind it seem to be really passionate and really mm. willing to give their time to that game so you know, although it might not be perfect now, who's to say, you know, what it'll look like a year from now if, if, if things go well. And so, I mean, VR chat took years to make to where it's at today. So uh, we'll see. I mean, and the potential there is that, like, you have base building, you have exploration, you have co-op. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it'd be amazing if there was guilds, if there was economies. Mm. It was like, that would be fucking nuts. Yeah. And there's no reason why there is isn't or there shouldn't be. So who knows? I you know I think the closer and closer we get, and we're gonna get there to a full on MMO RPG like experience in VR with you know a full fledged economy that people can leverage and make money on the side from. Like that's coming. It's just a matter of time. You know I think just the components are there, and it's only yeah I feel like people are figuring it out. Um, it's just, it, it just it, it should be here by now though, like that's the thing. Like, I, like I wonder if part of the problem, like I, I'm thinking about like when World of Warcraft or EverQuest EverQuest started, it became really popular, and I remember my roommate took it very seriously. But I think part of the uh, part of the reason he was able to spend so much time in it, it, it wasn't all consuming. He would have it running on a computer. He'd be checking it on his EverQuest. And then also he'd be working or doing something else on the side. <laughs> mm-hmm. But if you're doing that in virtual reality, you're not doing anything else on the side. Like, right. you're fully committing to, like, okay, I'm going to go play World of Warcraft, and you literally can't talk to me or do anything. I'm now traveling to another dimension. Mm-hmm. And I, while that's awesome, I wonder if that's also one of the reasons it doesn't take off. Because, like, people don't have time to commit, right? Like, we, we're so used to, like, mobile gaming and just, like, these things of checking in in small doses and... Maybe people don't want to be fully committed. I, I want mm-hmm. to be fully committed to something. I love sitting through a whole movie. But maybe that's not something that's popular anymore. Not something that people need. You know, maybe one thing that could be interesting 
that could bridge that gap might maybe would be the integration of like um yeah let's say you have um a mmorpg in the pokemon world for vr right mm. so we're all pokemon trainers and the cool thing about it is that the pokemon we catch out in the ar with our phones <laughs> we get to hang out with them in vr and fight them in vr and so there would be this second like this this double layer right mm. like wherein people who want to stay in vr can only only want to catch in VR can probably trade Pokemon with the people can, who only fight in VR like specializations based on different communities like like it would be like there's like the bridging of the different technologies right wherein the mobile people the people on the phones realize oh shit like all those VR people they're getting extra value out of this thing that we're all part of might be a way to bridge you know that gap like you know if there was that mmo rpg world of pokemon where we're all you know catching pokemon in the real world fighting them in vr or in the real world wherever we want is that just a dream at this point or is there anything you can point to that is a good example of that already happening that is that is a dream okay it's all a dream i used to <laughs> read up word up magazine yeah. <laughs> uh, it was um I hope it. I hope. I hope it's coming. It doesn't seem like it's impossible. Yeah. Yeah. If I mean, if it was out here today, it would be fucking amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. If anyone's listening and wants to make money, you know, please do that. <laughs> I mean, I would. I, right? Like, who yeah. wouldn't want to like catch Pokemon in AR and then fight oh. them in VR? Oh. Oh. Would it have esports around it? Oh, oh, so good. So, and it's because you know it, it, that that idea sort of came from a game I've been playing called Astral Chain mm. on Nintendo Switch. Just came out, pretty good game. Um, the, the guy, the people who made um, Bayonetta and Nier Automata, um, classic games. They put out this new game for Nintendo Switch called Astral Astral Chain, and basically you you're a cyber cop cyberpunk cop <laughs> and you uh capture these uh demons from another dimension with your crazy chain and you train them to fight other demons um and then you capture those demons and you train them to fight bigger demons so it's basically pokemon but with bayonetta like gameplay movements mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. It's a good game. It's a, I, I, I highly enjoy it. I highly recommend it. And, um, yeah, have you guys been playing any video games lately? Like, Nintendo, PS4. I just finished Red Dead. It took a year and a half. <laughs> How was Red Dead? Um, I mean, it's it's too old now. Nobody gives a shit. It, I, 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 I enjoyed I, it. I certainly was crying during the ending. Yeah. And then the ending lasted eight more hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and like the thing was, in the first game, when there was a version of that that happened, yep. it really hit me in the heart because I didn't see it coming. Yeah. But now I know I know it's going to happen. I'm like, oh, what's going to happen after the ending? Like, we, I know we're going to keep going. And it was really boring. And by the time the second ending happened, I have forgotten about the main character. Like, <laughs> he's not relevant anymore. And like, that feels really weird to sort of... Uh, I want I want to leave a story or a movie and still 
care about the main storyline. <laughs> it, it's weird to like take me through this incredible story arc and then end it and go on a different side arc that you, you, you commit, I think it's eight hours or something, and then you forget about the first one. Like that, I, huh. I, yeah, that rubbed me the wrong way. That was weird. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Red Dead was um, such a beautiful environment to get lost in for me. The environmental design in that game was fucking the balls. It was so good. But I want it to be in virtual reality. Because yeah. <laughs> fucking playing Red Dead with a controller sucks. It does. I, it's so They're trying to do something. They have all these different systems. They I, Maybe they work for some people. And, and even after, I don't know how, 50 hours, however long it took, I, I was never fully commit like I didn't fully understand the controls where I'm doing it without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. In virtual reality... I play games without thinking about the buttons I'm pushing. I, I move right. my arms. My body can react. Uh, what do you call it? Like, there's a body memory or a move. What do you call that? Muscle memory. Muscle memory. Muscle memory. Yeah. You can't have muscle memory in Red Dead. Like, it's <laughs> not there. And it's counterintuitive. And so, like, I need things to be intuitive for me to get really committed to them. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I... Yeah, no, I, it, that's exactly where I was going. I was like, yeah, I, the whole time I was traversing that world, I kept thinking to myself, like, these vistas. Because the, 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 uh, the vistas that you would get, they were so diverse and so well executed. Everywhere, almost everywhere you went in that map, it felt like you could take a picture and could leave yeah. it as a wallpaper. Like, it was so good. <laughs> and the whole time I was thinking to myself, like, yeah, fuck, I want to be in VR. I want to see all, all of this. I want to be in VR. Like... That Pokemon RPG world, it should be that. That should be the map. Wah! Wah! Imagine! Ah! Uh, one can only hope. One can only dream. It's, it's, it goes to the same, it goes back to the same idea that I was thinking, saying the earlier. I was like, you know, Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft, they're sitting on a pile of gold because of all those maps. All those pretty maps. They, they made <laughs> that you could, you know, re, get, get in there and repopulate them with you know, immersive, interactive, educational experiences, all sorts of things. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like my friends at uh, Ballast VR who like who they went to the water parks and they told the water parks, look, that slide that people are going down once or twice, you, they they lose the novelty, right? Mm. How do you get people coming back? How do you make that slide novel again? VR, right? Because they put on the goggle, they go down the water slide, and it could be an interdimensional tunnel one day. The other day, it could be a cyberpunk tunnel. The other day, it could be a jungle tunnel. It could be anything. And so it's that it's that same thing where like all these they put in millions of dollars of artists' work into these games. They could repurpose some of these maps and mm-hmm. have people re-experience them in VR. I mean, that's what basically people are doing in VR. I mean, that's what's keeping mm-hmm. VR chat alive. Yeah in a big way. It's being able to go back and revisit the Studio Ghibli avatars and maps that, you know, people are importing in there. It's really cool to visit locations that you remember from childhood video games, but you're <laughs> visiting them in real life. It, it feels like you're like, right. now I'm actually standing here in this place in Hyrule that I visited 20 years ago. Yeah. And I have an emotional attachment to it. Yeah. Yeah, that the uh, there's a there's a, a a a room a world in VR chat. Um, I can't remember the name of the person who made it. Super talented person though, and it's basically the Temple of Time from Ocarina of Time. Mm-hmm. And you walk into the Temple of Time, 
and you literally grab the sword, you hold on to the sword, and it teleports you. It does the whole animation of, like, mm -hmm. you know, the sages, the sacred sages showing up. And it was it was awesome. It was like, yeah, holy shit. I, was, <laughs> I, used, I remember this in 1998, and now I'm inside of it. I'm inside. It's great. It's just, it's hard to describe. I guess I'm just a nerd. Well, what's, what's the <laughs> best, what it is. like, story that you've experienced that's not just nostalgia? Because, like, so much of this mm. is nostalgia. Is there anything in VR that, like, really solidified a memory, like, an emotional memory for you? So many people getting lap dances in VR chat <laughs> is one thing that doesn't link to nostalgia. Like, um, the people with the full body tracking, um, when... In, in Reddit speak, there's this thing where, like, oh, the mods are asleep. Everyone, you know, upvote crazy, <laughs> stupid things. In, in VR chat world, when the, when the quote-unquote after hours, like, people dance and, I mean, you know, it's not like they wear lewd avatars, but they, they dance in very provocative ways. And it's so interesting to see because one of the things that I'll do is I have this avatar where I become... 20 ferrets <laughs> 20 20 tiny ferrets and like the then and so like the vr chat dancers they'll be dancing and then i'll just turn into 20 ferrets and we'll all be dancing a synchronized dance around them and it'll sort of go them to keep going yeah, and yeah. it's just hilarious to me oh, like boy. i love it it's like it's like i don't know it's like adding adding a little bit of humor in those scenes yeah. wherever I can. That I, for me, like, my favorite thing is going around VR chat shopping for silly avatars <laughs> that I can, like, jump in and be like, okay, you know, what would be a situation where I can jump in with this avatar and make people laugh mm -hmm. or make people, you know, feel a little silly? Like, that's that's basically one of my favorite things where, the, where, where I find those moments of that weirdness, of that silliness. So, yeah, I guess, yeah, that's one, one thing. Um, what else? What's another uh, thing where I really gain value out of it? Um, I, you know, running into random people and just having conversations. I honestly do that more often than I think I do. And I, yeah, I, I, I've, I've had so many, like, random conversations with people just, some of them are hit or miss. Some of them are really good. And the really good ones, I never forget. The, the, that's the thing. I've had conversations in VR chat that till this day, I still, I still remember. Hmm. And I value that. That's, that's a good thing, I think. What's sad, what's weird, is that despite the fact that I can still connect with those people that I had those conversations with, I don't. You know? It's, I, I, I want to. You know, part of me wants it, but another part of me is like, Maybe says like, oh, maybe that was a one-off, or maybe I don't have time for more friends. I don't know what it is. Hmm. I I have not spent a lot of time in VR chat recently, but I'm curious how the culture is doing because, uh, in the Bay Area, like we're sort of experiencing a monoculture, or it seems like most people are really aligned, and I'm not in love with that. And I remember in VR chat, it was a lot more diverse. And I think that is the great benefit of merging the two worlds, sort of having the internet world merged with the real world, and you can go hang out with people from all across the world. Yeah, man. You know? um, is, is that still happening, or has it, has it formed more in, like, 
has it solidified in some way or is it still pretty open yeah dude no it's still there um a few months ago i was there having a conversation with conversation with a 17 18 year old kid from libya <laughs> and libya is going to hell right now it's oh, yeah. nuts it's like it's like um if you didn't know this but they're literally trading slaves in Libya right now. There's like a slave trade in Libya in the year 2019. Let that sink in. I know I don't want to make you feel bad, but you should know this, that there is a slave trade there. And this kid was there chatting with me in VR chat. And he was telling me how he had to like, his internet was total shit. The, con the country was in total shit. He was depressed. He was uh, jealous that everyone had it so good and no one gave a shit about Libya. No one gave a shit about him. And, you know, you know, he and, he, and then he was traumatized. He was talking about some, some stuff that happened to him when he was 10 with some military police. And I was like, okay, dude, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know if I can, you know, you're just, you're, it's a lot. It's heavy shit. You know, I, I just came here for the memes. And, and you're, you're, you just, you survived a war zone when you were 10 years old. And so... And so, mom, I, uh, I, I felt, I felt bad, and I, and I, I hung out with him for a minute, until I ended up hanging out, and t until me and him ended, ended up, and then ended up hanging out with some other people, and there was this, and now there was I was surrounded by, I was surrounded by some other people making jokes. We were all making jokes, and all of a sudden there was a a kid there, pretending to be a girl. And everyone was calling him or her out, and they're like, "Why are you, why are you trying to sound like a girl?" And he, and the kid was like, "Oh, it was interesting because it seemed like it seemed like it seemed like yeah, it's there, all of it, the whole diversity of like human beings in every scenario that you can imagine. Weird, like maybe this kid was going through some like, you know, sexual identity phase." And it was exploring him or herself in VR chat, right? And then this this kid in Libya is, you know, surviving, holding on to something. And then you got these other people being jokesters and just, you know, drinking and laughing and having fun in VR chat. Like it's 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 all there. And I don't know if anyone has the time to step back and appreciate it. Like like they're all in there with their own doing their own thing. What you're talking about to me sounds like the key to our survival in a lot of ways where like uh, the world is so complex and the way that I get a lot of a lot of information is like filtered through some big media outlet which tells me how to think or some internet personality who's filtering things for me. It's, it's hard to get a one-on-one -on -one with other people in the world. And for you to actually run into someone who's giving you a first, you know, first person account of what's going on and it's not going through any filters and it feels human to human and it's kind of random like you don't know who you're going to run into <laughs> uh that feels like how we're going to survive culturally as the world is like going through this chaotic transition where suddenly we can talk to each other and it's getting really weird <laughs> uh yeah that feels like the right uh, yeah I, I need to get in there more like that that feels important yeah then that's happening all the time and um yeah it, and then you you yeah it's and it's it's you'll see all of it 
it's it's all of human it's it's just the canvas for where you humanity can express itself in, and every manifestation of humanity that VR chat allows you to have is there you know and by allows you to have allows you to have i mean like you can't have like explicitly sexual content like if VR chat could allow you to have explicitly sexual content trust me that's all you would see by the way <laughs> um but you know yeah i just hope that it doesn't all solidify into one thing right like i love that chaos element and i don't want one day to go in there and everyone then knows what vr chat is and there's a certain culture and everyone's tuned into it i think that's where it loses its power hmm. um Maybe, yeah, maybe something will happen after that. Something, some other, some other platform will come along, you know, because all the moment, the moment a, a platform becomes too cor- too corporatey, you know, the the cool kids, younger, younger, younger people, sort of like, you know, move on and find somewhere else. It's like, uh, it's like, it's like, it's like me and Facebook. Like only, only me and old old people hang out on Facebook now. <laughs> <laughs> like, like. You know my co- my younger cousins they they're not on Facebook no they're they're like on WhatsApp or TikTok or whatever the shit they're on. <laughs> you know, I'm an old man. It's this is where, where where we're at, and I think that's we'll we'll see that we'll see that pattern happen in VR. We'll see that some form where you know what was cool today won't be cool tomorrow for whatever reason, and we'll see. I mean, but but ultimately, like the the platform that allows the most free self-expression will be the one that will have the most chances of winning right because the the one if you if you open up the gate for the most variety of content then you just have a chance at hitting on more people a wider audience of people the Um, thing that is almost impossible is giving you a tool to navigate it right like you can open it up to chaos and then there's going to be a big percentage of people who don't have the tools to navigate the chaos and so they can't do it yeah. and like I, I include myself there's a lot of like new social media things that are happening and it's really hard to be a part of it if you're not there when it starts because like it's they're speaking a different language and i don't understand it and i'm too old and my brain <laughs> is not plastic enough or whatever and uh, i feel like i'm left on the outside and I think that's going to be a lot of people. Unless I'm just so disappointed. We're talking about virtual reality, and I thought by now everyone would be on it—young people, old people—and it hasn't happened. And I don't know why. Uh, it takes. It's just going to take time. I'm. I'm also. I'm also like a part of me is like, fuck. Why is it taking so long? But <laughs> can Why can't people see? But it's not. But it's actually okay. Um, for us. In the, in the industry and in the community to have more time to think about the the really hard questions of like moderation of mm-hmm. privacy of the kinds of community we want to be like and 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 the kind of culture we want to have like it's it, i think it's not a bad thing to have a bit more time to prepare that being said i am with you and that yeah, it would be nice to have an extra couple dozen million people <laughs> in VR. I mean, eight million people is not bad. Yeah, you know, eight million people with VR headsets in the world is not a bad thing so far. 
It, we, it could be better. Um, and it'll grow. I mean, one thing is for sure, and that we, again, like I sound like a broken record, like I always, but VR is here to stay. No, VR is not going anywhere. Like those people in VR chat that I see every weekend are not going anywhere. <laughs> and neither am I. Um, so it's not a matter of how big the industry is going to be. I guess it's just, you know, how good the tools will be for the people who take advantage of them in the beginning and going forward. And um, yeah, it's, 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 it's the realization that this tool is going to give you a superpower. And the people who jump in early enough to figure that out, you know, will, will benefit but we'll also learn some hard lessons, you know, because <laughs> you're pioneering, right? You're pioneering. You're gonna you're gonna figure some some hard stuff out the hard way. So, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, let's see. So I think I think this is a about a good as it gets in terms of podcasting. We're at 52 minutes. We talk about the Valve Index. We talk about I guess Oculus Quest untethered stuff. That's good stuff. You know, I know there's a game called Dark Matter coming up um, that I'm keeping an eye out for. But other than that, um, if people have a quest, make sure you get side quests. Make sure you put custom Beat Saber songs in that thing because all of a sudden, it all of a sudden makes it a much better uh, value for your buck. Like I put 189 custom Beat Saber songs in my Oculus Quest, <laughs> and basically I have a Beat Saber song for every occasion <laughs> if you have a funeral i have a beat saber song for that if you have a divorce i have a beat saber song for that if you have a baby's bar mitzvah i have a, ba a beat saber song for that i have a beat saber song for every for every occasion and because of that um it has exponential amount of value so 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 do yourself a favor this podcast is not sponsored by sidequest although this sounds like an ad for sidequest um <laughs> It's a free app. Support them on Patreon. I really like them. I really like what they're doing because they're providing an alternative to the Oculus Store. Mm -hmm. So that's so that's always good. Um, another shout out. I want. I, I guess I should. I should definitely want to shout out the Mozilla Hubs team people because Mo Mozilla Hubs is fucking amazing. It is easily the best teleconferencing software um, for VR in the world right now. A link, and you're there. You don't have to download anything. You don't give it. You don't have to give anyone your email. It's amazing. So, so if you haven't seen Mozilla Hubs, check it out now. Um, again, they are not a sponsor. I just want to make sure people are aware of them because they're fucking awesome. <laughs> I feel like the best way of, or the most productive conversations I've had have been in virtual reality, where I can draw in three dimensional space. Yeah. Like my mind, I can make symbols and remember where we are in the conversation because we can visualize it hmm. and it seems more natural and human than anything else where like you have to take huh. notes or I don't know. It's hard for me right to keep track. Whiteboard or something like that. Or, no, yeah. whiteboard is fucking boring, dude. Right. That's flat. <laughs> I'm going to make a three dimensional drawing of what we're talking about. And then you're not going to, you're not just going to remember for the entire conversation. You're, you're going to remember that symbol at night when you're dreaming yeah. because it, it, it's more integrated into your brain it just seems more natural to me yeah totally. i yeah i have yeah first-hand experience with that so i totally agree um you know i think i think this is about a good as, as about as good as as it gets evan do you have any last thoughts any things we want to close up with before we bring things to a close uh no you want to say anything? you just try 
the Val Venix for the first time. Hi, Bella. What would you think? Hi. Bella is, is, has, has joined the podcast earlier. She was trying out the Valve Index. Um, hi, say hi, Bella. Hello. Yes! Thank you. Thank you. We got... We, we, um, um, inside joke. Uh, Bella, you, you, you're pretty introverted, so, so I appreciate you being able to say hello. And you tried the Valve Index. What would you think? Uh... It was good. Awesome. <laughs> she enjoyed it a lot. Um, perfect. So, so Jesse, what, what about you? Do you have any, any thoughts, any final comments before we bring things to a close? No, I, I just want to know that the simplest, like, how, how, where do we go from here? How do we introduce new people? Like, you're showing people the, ocul- the, the quest, but what do you show them? Like, how, how do you turn people onto this? as quickly as possible. Like I still haven't found, like, like Beat Saber is the best thing I have right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Um, and I think there's gotta be something better out there. But I'm I don't with know you. where it is yet. I'm I, I feel a little bit yeah. lost. Like I'm excited, but I'm still a little bit lost right now. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah there's, there, I'm with you in that it's not an easy question, but you know, I, I feel like that as long as people are genuine about, you know, the, excitement they have for yeah. this technology and it shows us still potential yeah we haven't figured it out yet <laughs> we'll be fine what we'll fun along the way it'll be great and with that being said thank you so much for listening uh, evan and jesse i've conclusively concluded as i always say on this podcast that you both are true scholars and gentlemen of virtual reality bella i without uh, without being said you you truly are a true lady and scholar of virtual reality as well so thank you for joining me today uh, today has been a great show um thank you everyone for joining us and uh i'll see you all in the metaverse <laughs>